0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Training with Casey, where we explore animal training and living our best lives with animals. I'm Joseph Laughlin, producer of this podcast. And now, here's your host, Casey Cover. Let's get started.
1: Thank you, Joseph. It's Casey Cover, your host on Training with Casey. And let's talk about a saying that's going around a lot. Adopt Don't shop. So you're you're being encouraged by certain people to not buy a dog, but rather to go to a shelter and adopt a dog. Is this a good idea? Well, it really depends. It really depends on why you're getting a dog. So, it can be a happy ending for a dog, but it could be a disaster for dogs as a group in our society. And there's lots of other practical reasons about it, but let's just get to the nitty-gritty of why. Why I definitely do not support this idea. And that is because When you get a dog at a shelter, you usually sign an agreement saying that you will get that dog neutered right away. Now, right away is, first of all, physiologically, not in the best interest of the dog. To get it neutered at all is not in the best interest of dogs, dogs in general. Because think about it. If the only place that people get dogs is from shelters, and if all the dogs are neutered or spayed or sterilized, how much longer will there be dogs in America? Already people are going to foreign countries and bringing home their dogs. And you know what? It's an actual business. Not saying there aren't shelters out there that are not businesses, but uh, it it is a business. In California, I'm going back in memory, and so you're going to have to check the details on your own, but I think they are only allowed to have shelter dogs. In places like pet stores for sale. They are for sale. You have to pay a price. Now. There have been other. Complicating things. That point to a conflict of interest. For example. um, Some. Animal rights extremists. That also. Have like a shelter facade. Or something. Like take PETA. PETA self-reports that they euthanize over 90% of the cats that come to them. They self-report that. And they say right out loud, they've had it. I haven't been on their website for years, but they have definitely published on their website that they think all animals are better off dead than with people. There's all kinds of repercussions about that. Places where they felt justified to take an animal from a person and immediately euthanize it. Before the person even knows where the animal is. They stole a little chihuahua off of somebody's front porch, as I recall. And they got taken to court. And they had wrongfully euthanized that dog. It's ugly. Anyway, if they can make money selling you dogs that they get for free, that's a conflict of interest. Now, this um, subject, there's so much to it, and I'd love to go into it in more detail. I I hope to do that with a host or with a co-host that is more involved in the shelter field. I think it would be so interesting. But basically you have to have over 600 diverse, genetically diverse individuals to have a viable gene pool. And I love purebred dogs also, although like all of life, there's things that need to be improved there as well. But if we only get dogs from shelters, purebred dog breeders will be the only source of dogs in the near future. And if you don't want that, if you want to have viable pet dog population, we are going to have to have general pet quality dogs that are not sterilized that do get bred. And it is not an answer to take two purebred dogs and cross them. And I don't know why this is, but I was told by another trainer that the man that started the Labradoodles craze really sincerely regretted that he ever got involved in that. He just was trying to make a dog that would be hypoallergenic and also good at detection and so forth, you know, like scent detection. In any case, the Labradoodles for some reason are often behaviorally very challenging. We see a disproportionate number of Labradoodle behavior problems. I don't know why, not saying they're bad dogs, but they are sensitive and reactive a lot of times, just kind of fragile and delicate, but in a way that's difficult for their owners. So let's put some more thought into this and talk about it more. It needs to be an ongoing conversation, but for the first thing to think about is, if you do not have dogs that can reproduce, then soon there will not be any dogs. Okay, everybody, take care, have fun, and a uh, happy New Year's. That's New Year's Eve is tomorrow, I think. It's soon. All right, take care.
0: Hey fans, are you enjoying Training with Casey? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Casey Cover on YouTube. That is youtube.com forward slash C slash Casey Cover. Also, give the podcast a like, share, and comment. Thanks for joining us. Come back for more news and views on animal training and living with animals. Stay at the top of the pack with Casey. This is Joseph Laughlin, producer of Training with Casey. See you next time.